Tobacco Road Sports Radio is so excited to be your home for Triad Sports. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! We heard you loud and clear. Our mission is to give you what you want. You know what I want. I've been asking for it for years. Give it to me. Give me what I want. The best sports talk in live sports in the triad, period. What's up, everybody? Live from Brandon Blake. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Score once again with Brett Wiseman. Hello and welcome back to the Pit Stop here on Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Welcome back to Franchise Players, your home for triad sports coverage. I'm your host, Desmond Johnson, here on Tobacco Road Sports Radio. And if you think that's great, wait until you see what's next. It's going to be good. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Tune in at TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com. And don't forget to download the new Roku channel, Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Welcome into the first ever edition of Best Bets with Ryan Stone, where I'll be trying to win you uh, win you money each weekend here on uh, on Saturdays on Tobacco Road Sports Radio. You can always check it out uh, Tobacco Road Sports Radio dot com. Uh, it'll air each Saturday morning at uh, at eight thirty. So that was over a couple weeks away from the start of college football and the NFL. But this week, wanted to kind of start the season off with the. Preseason bets, if you will, the uh, the future bets that uh, that I like for college football and the uh, and the NFL this uh, this upcoming season. Uh, the first few, at least for college football, I tried to keep them local, uh, meaning teams in North Carolina. Uh, so we'll go ahead and dive right in. And the first team uh, that uh, that I chose to go with here on the future is Wake Forest. Uh, I like them to go over six and a half wins this season. Uh, and the reason for that is Coach Clawson, when he has an experienced squad, he, the results kind of speak for themselves. Uh, he, you know, Sam Hartman's back. Christian Beal Smith, their leading rusher, is back. I expect Imani Marshall, the East for Scythe alum, to get more touches and be more involved this year as well. Their top three receivers are back as well. And Wake, I mean, I know they finished four and five last year, but their record would have been better if they hadn't lost a number of games to, uh, to COVID. Uh, and they still made it to a bowl game and got that bowl experience against Wisconsin last season. So I think there's there's a lot to like about the Demon Deacons, uh, including the fact that their schedule is also really really backloaded, meaning they play a lot of winnable games early in the season and can build a lot of momentum as the season goes along. So I, I really like that aspect about Wake Forest. I mean, they started off with ODU and Norfolk State, two teams that they should crush early in the season. Uh, then they get Florida State, which will be their first test of the season, and it'll be interesting to, to watch and see you know, how kind of how McKenzie Milton looks in that game as well and what Florida State looks like at that point in the season. They then go to UVA. That's kind of a coin toss game. They should beat Louisville at home. At Syracuse should be a win. At Army should be a win. Hosting Duke should be a win. So, you know, early in the season, at worst, it looks like Wake Forest should be five and two, and then you you know, you've got four games or five games at the end of the year where you know UNC or actually I guess six and two, uh, and then you get UNC, NC State, Clemson, Boston College there at the end of the year. I don't think 
you know, that they've got much chance with UNC or Clemson. But NC State and Boston College could both be potentially winnable games. Also, when I say they could start 6-2, and two, I'm saying that they might lose to Florida State and UVA, and they could win both of those games. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like that they could they could end up being eight and zero going into that final four stretch, and in that case, they've already hit their over of six and a half. So I think a lot to like about the Demon Deacons at that number going into the uh, to the season. Moving over, moving to their rivals, the Wolfpack of uh, of NC State. It, I like NC State to go over six wins this uh, this season for a lot of the same reasons. Uh, starting quarterback Devin Leary's back after breaking his leg. He was really starting to come into his own last season when he got injured. Um, their schedule's tough. I, I won't lie in that regard. It's going to be a push to win six, to win, get this number. I'm not saying that they're going to comfortably clear it, but I do think there's enough wins there and there's enough talent with NC State that they are going to be at least a 7-5 and five team. Um, I, you know, the, Devin Leary's back. Top two rushers are back. Leading receivers back. Best offensive lineman's back. They bring eight or nine starters back on defense, including Peyton Wilson, and also four transfers on that side of the ball that they expect to uh, to make an impact as well. So I like NC State to go over six wins this uh, this season as uh, as well. And my last bet on uh, on Tobacco Road, or in terms of Tobacco Road teams, I like UNC to win the Coastal at plus one thirty. Um, now this is a toss up between them and my UNC and Miami. You literally can bet them both at the same number. So, so Vegas has them having the same odds to win the Coastal this season. And that's because it's simply their, their schedule shake out about the same. And it simply comes down to who wins that game at Miami. Uh, and, you know, who knows? It's probably going to be a, a less than field goal situation going into that game. But the reason I lean UNC, a lot of times college football is determined by Coaching, quarterback, play system. Those are kind of the three things that you can delve into when you're deciding a team that's better and when you're also splitting hairs on which team is better. Miami might have the slightly more talented roster at this point, but I will give the edge and I will trust with my money Mac Brown, Sam Howe, and UNC's system and their trajectory. I think their trajectory on the way up is better right now than Miami's, so I, I'll, I'll go with the heels uh, to uh, to win the ACC Coastal at uh, at plus one thirty uh, this uh, this season. And, and my last bet involving a team in the state of North Carolina, uh, we're gonna go out to the mountains of Boone, I, App State. <laughs> there's a lot of hype around Louisiana in the Sun Belt this year, and App State currently only has the third best odds. To win the Sun Belt. I don't know when the last time that happened was. Or if it's ever happened. Uh, but there, you can currently bet App State at plus 400 to win the Sun Belt. And when we talk about trusting systems and trusting pedigree and things of that nature, App State's got all that. <laughs> so they just win. Especially when it comes to the, uh, to the Sun Belt. And I really like the way that App State closed the season out last season. Uh, so I think that, that positive momentum coming into the, uh, to the year... Uh, I, I like the Mountaineers. I'll take a flyer on them to win the uh, the Sun Belt that they've dominated at uh, at plus four hundred this uh, this season. So I like uh, App State in that regard. There, I, notice I didn't touch Duke. Uh, Duke's current over under is at three and a half wins, and I have no idea what to expect from the Blue Devils. Uh, it's it's hard to know. They they were so bad last season. 
They turned the ball over so much. Um, it, it was a very uncharacteristic of a Coach Cutcliffe team. So it, it's hard to know what to expect with uh, with Duke. So in terms of their win total, uh, I'm just staying away from the uh, from the Blue Devils in uh, in that regard. Uh, there's a few other bets that I wanted to uh, to touch on nationally uh, in terms of college football. Uh, I like Alabama to win the SEC at minus 165. There's a lot of hype around Georgia. A lot of people are diving on Georgia to win the SEC. They're heavily juiced and favored to win the East. But a lot of people are jumping on Georgia because of the talent on the roster, the recruiting, to win the SEC. I've just got to see it. Like, I've heard heard it for years now. Like, five years, it seems like, that Georgia's coming. That their time is coming. And at this point, just haven't seen it. We just have not seen the production. It just hasn't shown up on the field yet and in the win-loss column, just in terms of competing with Alabama. That's a lot to ask, but if you're going to ask me to bet on them to win the SEC when Alabama is only at minus 165, nah, give me Coach Saban, the Tide, and the future phenom in, uh, in Bryce Young. I will roll with the Tide on, uh, on that one. Uh, one other, or two other, I guess, future bets that I like that involve the same team. Going to the Big Ten, the SEC, the uh, Big Ten West, I like Wisconsin. I, I like the Badgers to go over their win total of nine and a half wins, and I like them to win the Big Ten West. I, I think I think Wisconsin will get back to form this uh, this season. I think they'll be better at running the ball. They, they couldn't run the ball last year, as hard as that is to believe when you think about Wisconsin. That's the first thing that comes to mind when you think about the Badgers. But they couldn't run the ball last year. But I think I, I think the Badgers will return to form this year, and you know Graham Mertz is you know in, has a year under his belt, started to play a little better towards the end of the year last year after his struggles. Uh, so I, I do think that Wisconsin will will be better this year. So I, I like them to go over nine and a half wins, meaning at least ten wins, and I also like them to to win uh, the the Big Ten West at uh, at minus minus one twenty. Um, so I think uh, I'm, I'm heavy on the Badgers this year. I think they have a, uh, have a really good chance to, uh, to kind of return to form, if you will, return things back to, uh, to normal there in the Big Ten. I think we'll see a chalky Big Ten championship of Ohio State and, uh, and Wisconsin uh, this, uh, this upcoming season. Uh, th- those are the only future bets I like in terms of conferences. Like the, the Pac-12 is two up in the air. All of those teams have questions. And if you look it up, like if you if you Google best bets to win the Pac-12, you're going to get eight different answers on the Pac-12. That's how clueless everybody seems to be about these teams this uh, this season in the Pac-12. So I think that's going to be a fun conference to see how it plays out. But there's a uh, there's a lot to uh, a lot that seems to be unknown uh, about those teams going into the uh, end of the season. So we're going to stay away from the Pac-12. And the Big 12, I mean, it's, it's either Oklahoma or Iowa State. Uh, I lean Oklahoma, but not enough to, uh, to place that bet. However, speaking of Oklahoma, I do like their quarterback, Spencer Rattler, to, uh, to win the Heisman at, uh, at plus 450 on the, uh, on the upcoming season. I mean, it's an Oklahoma quarterback. Baker <laughs> Mayfield, Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts was in the mix. Spencer Rattler's just the next one in the pipeline. And he looked great at the end of the year last year. He might be the most talented quarterback 
that Oklahoma's ever had. Uh, and, and a lot in you know, in terms of recruiting, this should be Lincoln Riley's best team. So Oklahoma is going to be not just in the mix with Spencer Rattler for the Heisman this year. I think they have a legitimate chance to possibly win the national championship this year, or at least get to the national championship and face off with uh, with Alabama. Uh, you know, some of the other guys that I think are worth looking at in terms of uh, best bets for the Heisman Trophy. If Sam Howell can get North Carolina to the to the ACC championship game and they, their only loss ends up being to Clemson and he has a spectacular year, Sam Howell is a great look at 15-1 to 1 odds for the Heisman. Uh, same thing with JT Daniels. Like, it, if Georgia finds a way to beat Alabama, <laughs> JT Daniels at 12 to 1 is worth a look potentially. I wouldn't bet him now. I'd wait and see kind of how things play out. And these numbers will adjust as the season goes along. Also, I think, you know, DJ Ugalele at uh, Clemson, 7 to 1 odds. And we saw a little bit of what he can do last season. So I think he he's certainly potentially worth taking a flyer on as well. But those are some of the uh, the other guys that kind of uh, kind of stand out this uh, this season in terms of the uh, of the Heisman Trophy, but really can't wait for uh, for college football season to get underway. Start giving you some uh, some best bets on games uh, as we head towards the uh, towards the season here in a couple weeks. So I guess we got week zero uh, a week from today. Go ahead and step aside for our first break. When we come back, I will give you my best bets for the upcoming NFL season here on Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Looking to tailgate this summer? Stop by One Stop on the way. One Stop number 6, located just one mile west of East Forsyth at 2748 West Mountain Street in Kernersville. One Stop serves fresh fried chicken and our famous taters seven days a week from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Feeding a crowd? Get 16 pieces of chicken and sides for just $27.99. Craving wings? Come try our new spicy breaded wings. Get a five-wing meal with six taters and a roll for just now in regular hot ranch or spicy. One stop number 6, 2748 West Mountain Street in Kernersville. Welcome back into Best Bets with Ryan Stone. For segment two, we dove into the uh, the college football futures for the upcoming season in segment one. Going to dive into some uh, some NFL futures here in uh, in segment two. Uh, I'll start locally with the uh, with the Panthers. That uh, their win total is currently projected at uh, at seven and a half for the upcoming season, and I think that's a that's a tough number, honestly, to to place a bet on. Uh, their schedule is really backloaded and really kind of middle loaded because I think the Panthers. It's very possible they could start the season three and up. I mean, Jets, Saints at Texans, uh, three very winnable games early in the season. Uh, they go to Dallas in Week Four. Probably, you know, if Dak's healthy, probably going to lean Dallas, and then they get Philadelphia. I mean, it's very possible, and that Philly, Philly game's at home. It's very possible the Panthers could start the season at four and one, but then things get difficult. They host the Vikings. They go to the Giants. They go to the Falcons. They go. They host the Patriots. Cam Newton revenge game possibly at the Cardinals. They host uh, Washington at the Dolphins. They do host the Falcons. That's a winnable game at Buffalo, Tampa, 
at New Orleans, at Tampa. Uh, so the schedule is very backloaded, but the fact that they could maybe start 4-1, and one, I feel like could give them some momentum to maybe win more games than we initially think that they're going to. I, I'm going to stay away and not, not advise any kind of play on the Panthers. I think 7.5 is like the perfect number. I could see them winning six or seven games, but I could also see them maybe sneaking through and getting eight wins uh, because of that that potential strong start. So I think the, the Panthers will be an interesting team to uh, to watch. Uh, we're gonna say uh, say no play and and pass on the uh, the Panthers' future at uh, at this point going into the season. Uh, now gonna stay in the NFC South for these next couple bets. Uh, the one I really like is the Bucks to win the NFC South, and, and that's. Normally, I wouldn't advise on a bet that's this juiced. It's minus 200, but this feels like a sure thing uh, unless something horrible happens to Tom Brady because that, that just, I mean, the Saints are going to regress. The Falcons are just, uh, and the Panthers, we don't really know what it's going to be yet. So it doesn't really feel like there is a legit contender to the Bucks. And when you look at the win totals, in fact, the Saints, the Falcons, the Panthers, they're all in that 7-9 win range. And then the Bucks is up around 12 when it turns to, to you know, over-under on, on win total. So I think the Bucks will win this division comfortably. And I think it's it's easy money uh, to take the Bucks uh, minus 200 to win the uh, the NFC South this uh, this upcoming season. So I'm going to go with, uh, with Tampa there. Uh, speaking of, I said I think the Saints regress. The Saints' win total is currently 9.5. Which means they have to win 10 games. Uh, I'm going to go under. Uh, with, with Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill, I just don't buy it. I, I, just, I, don't, see, I don't see it with the, uh, with the Saints without, without Drew Brees. Uh, you don't lose. This is not, this is not uh, Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Like we saw what happened this past season for New England when they lost Tom Brady. Uh, I, I expect a similar kind of regression for the Saints. I don't think they're necessarily going to be terrible. I think they'll win seven, eight games, but I don't think they're winning over nine and a half. So I'll take the Saints to go under uh, nine and a half wins this uh, this season. Uh, also, uh, in terms of other teams that I like, a couple teams that, uh, that made the playoffs last year that people have uh, high expectations for this, uh, this coming season. Uh, the Browns, their win total is currently sitting at uh, at ten and a half, and I, I know they're in a difficult division, and that's going to make things uh, challenging. There's uh, there's no question about that, but I, I just you know the way they played last year with Odell Beckham Jr. coming back, uh, you know expect them to be a uh, be a healthier team this uh, this season, and you know expect Baker Mayfield to take maybe another step forward for them at the uh, at the quarterback position. Uh, so I think I think it's a good chance uh, that the Browns could could win eleven games, twelve games this uh, this season. You look at their schedule. I mean, they they start at Kansas City. That that's a tough task, obviously. But then, you know, they host Houston, they host Chicago, they go to Minnesota, they go to L.A., uh, then Arizona, Denver, Pittsburgh. So they've got they've got some winnable games, and I think you know, I think you know they'll probably split with Pittsburgh, probably split with Baltimore, and should win both games uh, against Cincinnati. So you look at them probably winning four games in the division. Then you look at the rest of the schedule. You figure the Texans are a win. 
the Bears are a win. Uh, that you know, Arizona at home is probably a win. Denver at home is a win. Uh, so you're up to you know you're up to eight wins there. We, we mentioned Pittsburgh already. They can win at New England. Detroit's probably a win. Um, and then you know the Raiders at home is probably a win. And then you know Cincinnati again. So I think it, it's a good chance that the Browns can win 11, 12 games this uh, this season. A lot of people seem to think they're the biggest threat to the uh, to the Bills uh, or excuse me to the uh, to the Chiefs in terms of uh, trying to make it to the uh, the Super Bowl out of the AFC this season. Not sure that I necessarily agree with that, but I do think the uh, the Browns are going to take another step forward this season. Uh, so I like them to uh, to go over their projected win total. Of, uh, of 10 and a half this, uh, this season. Uh, also, another team that improved last year, kind of a similar situation, but people higher on this guy as the, uh, the quarterback. Uh, the Buffalo Bills win total is also at 10 and a half games this, uh, this season. And I think, you know, I think they're, they're relatively easily, I think they're going to win uh, the, uh, the AFC East. Uh, maybe a little competition from, uh, from New England. I think Miami's going to regress a little. This uh, this year, I don't think they're going to be as big of a threat. Uh, but they start, you know, Pittsburgh at home, at Miami, Washington, Houston. Yeah, they can win all those games. Uh, they go to Kansas City, to Tennessee. That's the uh, the difficult difficult part of the schedule. Then they get Miami, Jacksonville, the Jets. Uh, they host the Colts, to New Orleans. Uh, they go to Tampa, and and then to close the season, you know, Carolina, New England, Atlanta, New York again. So. You know, you figure that you know they they'll probably sweep the Jets. Maybe they split with Miami and New England. Maybe uh, that I wouldn't shock me if they swept one of those teams. Um, so you're looking at four or five wins there, just out of the uh, out of the division. Uh, and like we touched on, I think they could beat Pittsburgh, Washington, Houston. Uh, so you're already up to seven there. Uh, and then Jacksonville, and you know the Colts. I think is a winnable game. The Saints. So Panthers is a winnable, Falcons. So you're you're up to 12 wins just talking about that, and we haven't even you haven't even gotten into the games that are necessarily possibly coin flips for the upcoming season. So I like the uh, the Bills to go over uh, 10 and a half wins for the uh, for the upcoming season. Uh, three other teams that I like the uh, the bets on this season: I, rookie quarterback, and I know there there could be. Some fear with uh, with this because of the sophomore slump thing, but I think the way that their roster is uh, is constructed, uh, I like the Chargers to go over nine wins uh, this uh, this season. Um, they started to play a lot better towards the end of the year last year. They get Derwin James back in the secondary. I think Justin Herbert. You know all the all the camp reviews on him have been great so far this uh, this season. I, I think they're in a division where. They are, in my opinion, because of Justin Herbert and because of the overall roster, uh, I think they they could very well be the second best team in the division. So I think you know, you're looking at a scenario where they could go 500 in that division, the AFC West, which is a relatively tough division this uh, this upcoming season. And, and then you know you just got to find a way to, to scratch out some other wins. And they start you know they start with Washington, they get Dallas at home. Uh, you know, they get the Browns at home. They do go to Baltimore, which is tough. They get the Eagles, uh, the Vikings, the Steelers, uh, the, the you know Bengals, Giants. A lot of these are coin flip games, but I, I just think, you know, especially with Derwin James coming back on the defensive side of the ball to uh, to make plays, 
Uh, I think uh, the Chargers are going to take a step forward this uh, this season. So I, I like the Chargers to go over uh, nine wins this uh, this season. Uh, one team that I think is going to be absolutely awful this year. Like I can't find the talent on the roster <laughs> when I look at it. Uh, or two teams. I'll give you two teams that I think are going to be absolutely awful, uh, and we'll go under their uh, their win totals. Um, I think the Lions. Uh, because I think that their win total is is five and a half. I want to say uh, for the uh, for the upcoming season, that's what their their number is. It's five. Uh, either way, I think I think they will go under. Um, the Lions. I, I, tell me the talent. Tell me where the talent is on the roster for the Lions, and then tell me the wins. Uh, let's run down the schedule real quick. 49ers at the Packers, Ravens at the Bears, at the Vikings, the Bengals. At the Rams, the Eagles at home is maybe winnable. At the Steelers, at the Browns, Bears at home is maybe winnable. Vikings at Broncos, Cardinals at Falcons, at Seahawks, Packers at home. I just don't see the wins on the schedule when you look at the Lions. So I like them to go under five wins. Uh, and we all know about uh, the terrible situation in, in uh, Houston. Uh, their win total is also sitting at five. Uh, and unless something... Miraculous happens, and Deshaun Watson puts on a Texans uniform this season and starts at quarterback, which by all accounts doesn't seem that that's going to be the case. Even if it does, the way that roster's constructed, I'm not sure they could win five games with him. Uh, I'm going to go under on the, uh, on the Texans as, uh, as well at, uh, at five wins uh, this, uh, this season. So those are the, uh, the over-unders I like for the, uh, for the upcoming NFL season. Uh, we're two weeks away from the start of college football. Three weeks, I guess, from the uh, from the start of the NFL season. Next week, we'll have uh, some actual games to talk about, maybe some more futures as well. So make sure you tune back in and make sure you check out TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com.